sixth episode of the Havilo Howell Travel Podcast. I am your co-host, Kevin Allen. I'm Catherine Toth Fox. We have a special guest today. We have a very special guest I mean, today. it's not that... I mean, she is special. <laughs> but we see her every day. It's not yeah. like we don't ever see her. This is true. She's technically a guest, but we work with her. And we talk about her a lot, by the way. We do. We've mentioned... I don't know if you've listened to our podcast. I have, yes. <laughs> but you've been mentioned often. <laughs> hey, Kayla. This hey. is Kayla Rivera. She's Hi, our art guys. director. Thanks for having me. <laughs> <laughs> I the, see you guys every day, but now I, I get to talk to you guys. The reluctant guest. Yeah, we never talk to each other. <laughs> no. We sign all the time. Stop. <laughs> anyway, we brought Kayla on board today because we are going to talk about the issue that I'm sure all of you have right in front of you. <laughs> it's our... May-June issue, which is all about Maui. Um, And we're not going to talk about Maui, interestingly enough. No, we've already talked about that. We did on our first episode. If you go back to our first episode, we talk about our trip to Maui, which is actually pretty much covered in this issue. Right. So if you want to listen to that, right? first episode. Right. And we do talk about Caleb Rivera. I know. And now we have her on the show. You're very famous to our (laughs) listeners. You know that? They've been dying. It's full circle. (laughs) Okay, so we thought, um, you know, sometimes as writers, you know this, Kevin, that there are a lot of stories that don't make it into print, or there's a lot of backstory, right, Mm -hmm. um, into the stories that do um, get published. And so we thought it'd be kind of fun to talk about our experiences researching or writing the stories in our magazine. So, and we wanted to bring you because you've actually experienced a lot of this with us. Yeah. Which is interesting and exciting. Okay, so first off, we're going to talk about um, something we did. Man, it was like months ago. This is something you guys did. Yeah, you guys it went was a while. To the North Shore. This must have been Oahu. like in January. This is when I first started. Yeah. yeah. January, February. Right. If you guys want, yeah, like behind the scenes of like magazine production, we're always working like four months in the future. Oh, yeah. So when the things actually come out, it's like, oh, yeah, that was like a long time it ago was. that you did that. Because we're already thinking about fall. Yeah, we're already thinking about September, right. October. It makes the holidays very boring. It just makes me very <laughs> confused all the time. I know. Like when that's I'm like true. signing checks or something, I'm like, what's what month is it again? Well, that's your problem, though. And checks, do you really write checks? Yeah. Well, for I, what? For um, Or like when I'm depositing money into the bank and stuff, I do checks. I think you're the only Gen Z I know who writes ah, checks. That's really interesting. Do you write checks? Not to myself. I think knowing how to write a check is like a good skill to have because, yeah, you're right. A surprisingly large amount of people my age do not know how to write, oh, write yeah. a check. Yeah. yeah. It's a good skill to have. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, back to back to our magazine. Um, so I'll give you some backstory on, on the story. This is the opener to our, our – it's the first story in our book. It's about restoring the native forest. And I had gone on a tour years and years ago with Hawaiian Legacy Tours when they started um, reforesting – um, areas in Kona in particular, not Kona, sorry, um, Hamakua Coast, and planting koa trees. And it was a, it was fun. We drove up on an ATV or whatever all the way through this mountainous and ranch that's on land. The big island. Yes, on Hawaii Island. And um, I planted a koa tree. My husband planted a koa tree. Oh, nice. Right now. Do you know what it's doing? No, no. And <laughs> so when you plant these koa trees, right, they have a GPS coordinate on it. Mm-hmm. So you could look on Google Earth and watch your tree grow. So we specifically planted our koa tree next to what was supposed to end up being some, like, man-made pond. And it was going to have a bench next to it. Oh, nice. And we had all these ideas of, like, visiting the tree later and sitting there with, like, a picnic basket. And then we had a kid. 
Yeah. And that was done. So oh, that never happened again. Now anyway. You can do it with your kid. Yeah. Well, you got to plant a tree for your, <laughs> Did you plant like a tree for your child? No, this was like before the child was a thought. Oh, I see. So. There was a glimmer in your eyes. I planted the tree for my husband. That was so nice of me. Oh, that was very nice. He didn't plant his tree for me. Because anyway. that's like a Japanese custom, right? To like plant trees like when your child is born and then. Yes, so we it. did plant a tree at home. We planted a coconut tree at home. That's cool. Yeah. I mean, I don't know why yeah. we picked a coconut tree. But well, it made no sense. Landon's going to be tall enough to just grab coconuts I know. in no time. He's as big as a coconut yeah. right now. Anyway. Back to the issue. Um, so this, the nonprofit that runs these tours on Hawaii Island um, started to do a reforesting project here on Oahu. So at Gunstock Ranch, which is in Laie, which is on the way to toward Kahuku on the North Shore, there it's is a... past Kahuku. Laie? Yeah. Which way are you coming from? If you're going from town up through oh, the up windward through the side, windward side. Yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry, I was thinking if you're going from the north shore. That's because you're the from the side. north shore and you're north <laughs> shore centric. No, that was just my I'm my from point town. of reference. There's no airports in the north shore. You know, if you go so from town, from you're ta- probably going up into the north shore and then towards Kuku. That's side. not true. Definitely. No. You, yeah. If you caught the bus, like Anyways, Kevin did recently. Anyways, you guys went to Gunstock Ranch. Yes, we did. Anyway, so they're they're reforesting. Um, so the owner of Gunstock Ranch, you remember him? He was really nice. Yeah, Greg. Yeah, Greg. And he talked a lot about how ranch lands are destroy a lot of land. I mean, it's, yeah. they're, they're not the most environmentally um, responsible kind of work, especially when it comes to the land and the care for the land. So he wanted to get back and plant milo trees, which are endemic trees or canoe plants. And we got to do it. Yep. Which was fun. It was awesome. It was actually a lot more spiritual than I thought it was going to be. So, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Did you cry? No, you cried. Did you cry? cry? Yeah. Oh, wow. I don't even remember exactly why, but the woman who led the tour, she... You did it first, right? So I you have to like hold the plant and yes. you have to put your intention into the plant. And yeah, like, so there's a whole like process to it and Lilia kind of goes over it with you and you kind of just give your feeling to the tree, <laughs> this tree that you're about to plant. So she like gives a moment of silence and then that moment like everything is quiet and you like, I don't know, I guess thought just comes to you huh? and th- she's like, oh, um, what do you want this tree to be? Give it like intention and everything. And so, Sounds yeah. Sounds very emotional. It was. It, I know. Yeah, it was. It was silly and I cried. Yeah. It was. Wait, so what did you put into the tree? What intention? Can you tell us? I or is it like a wish like you can't tell people? I mean, mine wasn't as deep. I literally just said like, oh, grow, be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I was very encouraging yeah. with my tree. So, uh. and for me, I think I dedicated my tree to Hawaii Magazine because yeah, we did. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. So, yeah. It was fun. And it was good. Yeah. So the, there's different packages um, that the, the ranch offers to plant the tree. Mm-hmm. And so I think we must have done the like the top of the line, except we didn't have a helicopter oh, yeah. tour. But we um, we drove around the, the, the ranch, and then we ended up at this lookout spot where they had like a whole spread of food oh from Pounders restaurants, uh, restaurant in La Ie. And it was amazing. It was amazing. I was I was really surprised. I don't know if you were surprised, but when we got up there, I was super surprised at the spread and like the view. And the view had a swing <laughs> that was super awesome. By the way, on the drive, interestingly enough, you were talking about, remember, you were talking about finding a swing. And we were shooting photos. Yes. I was like, oh, how cool would it be to have a swing yes. on this mountain and like with the views? And then coming up to that 
Yeah. Like picnic area, there was a swing. Yeah. It was really cool. Did, See, that was like my... over a cliff? Or yes. Yeah. So... That's the worst kind of swing. It's the best I, kind of swing. I'm terrified swinging, of those kinds of like swings. It's so exhilarating and like you don't know How what you're going to How old do you think like. those ropes are? <laughs> She was pretty gung. I mean, yeah. I was I was hesitant to go on the swing. Did I go first? I did. I think you might have gone first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you're just like it's pretty awesome. That's cool. You can see everything, and it's like you know you're out in the open. You don't know if you're gonna plunge down into the valley. <laughs> <laughs> well, that doesn't sound good. I know. If you like fly off, no. But it's it's actually really cool. It's just funny it's that she exciting. manifested the swing. Yeah, she literally was talking yeah, you, about. Oh, you I wanted it. She wanted a swing. She in wanted your head. to take a photo of a swing. That was her thing. And then yeah, you made it happen. Mm-hmm. I did say that. That swing wasn't even there before. And you just talked about <laughs> it hard po- enough. It's very possible. It was meant to be. So it, was it was the intention really she awesome. put into the tree. I think. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it grew into a swing. Yeah, it grew into a swing. So that was um, that's really fun. I would recommend mm-hmm. people. I mean, Gunstock Ranch in general is fun to visit. They had baby oh, goats. Yeah. Remember. Baby goats, they, so cute. They did have, yeah, and they have they have um, horseback riding. Yeah. I mean, there's other things you can do besides plant a tree. Yeah, and yeah. I think that's one of the packages, right? Is that you yeah. go on a horseback ride first, you get right. pounders, restaurant food, and then you plant a tree, right. and that's like the the most expensive package. It's a it's yeah. a really interesting activity to do on Oahu, just because it's so different. You yeah. know what I mean? It's something I feel like you would do on Hawaii Island or even Maui, but like on Oahu, you don't think of it. I thought that was really pretty. Um, that's a cool experience. Speaking oh, yeah, of really pretty fun. things, um, we, uh, Kayla and I actually met a really great artist, Sarah mm-hmm. Cottle. Yeah. Um, who, <clears throat> she makes artwork from resin or uses resin to make these really beautiful beach and ocean scenes. Um, and so we interviewed her for a Q&A, which is, again, mm-hmm. in the front of our book. You can read more about it. But she was just... A very pleasant person oh my to gosh. talk to. She's so sweet. Yeah. And she's like such a good, like, I, she's so good at her craft. Like, mm-hmm. she makes amazing stuff that I wish I could put in my house, but I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like she's blown up. Like, I've been to a couple of coffee shops, you know, ever because I didn't know her at first. You brought her up, and then I looked her up on Instagram. And then I've seen her work a lot. I think she's in Ali'i yes, Coffee. Right? Yes. Like, her stuff is all up yeah, in there. she's definitely starting to kind of get more exposure. Because she's located right down here in uh, downtown China. You should now. talk about that experience. Oh, going to meet her yes. in her haunted building? <laughs> yeah. I forget yeah. the, I forget the name. Did you guys go together? No. We so, went separately. Okay, so you didn't meet the elevator man. I didn't. Who's a real person? because he's a ghost. He was, the elevator was actually shut down when I went. Oh, oh that's yeah. such a tragedy. I know. Because, yeah, so Sarah Cottle, she, her studio is in this building. It's like, a, it used to be an old hotel. In Chinatown. In Chinatown. Uh-huh. Now it's just like a, a studio space for mm-hmm. artists. And so <laughs> you go in there and it looks run, like, it looks abandoned. The lobby level looks uh-huh. terrifying. And then Sarah, she actually met me outside and she brought me up. Thank God, because yeah. I don't think I would have been able to like navigate that space no, without no. her. And then, yeah, so she, you go on this really old school elevator, like the kind that has shutters, mm-hmm. you know? Like you open a door to get into it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's this man, I forget his name, but he's so interesting. And he only said motivational quotes to Sarah and I. As we rode up, and he's like the elevator operator, you know? Yeah, he's like the only one in the state. He might be the only one 
in, in the world. In first world countries yeah. or something. I don't even know. And then he had like a bunch of like, por- I guess like the artists give him portraits. Yeah, people and, take pictures with him and they put it up in the and elevator. And yeah, the elevator is just like, it's the most pimped out elevator you've ever seen. There's like so much art and like commemorative photos. It's, oh, man. It's really great. And then yeah, he's like super nice and I'm pretty sure he's a ghost. Um, <laughs> I'm really sad I, I missed that. Because yeah, when I went, the elevator was closed. You so. missed out on an experience, oh. that's for sure. Um, yeah. I feel like that's a story somewhere. Oh, that's definitely a story. Um, yeah, so he was super nice, and yeah, Sarah was really great too. She showed me her studio space. Um, it was funny just talking with her and kind of asking her what it's like to work with resin because it's such a different material, you know, used for art. Mm-hmm. And she told me about like how many times she almost like caught her studio on fire. Oh, good. Because it's like she works with a blowtorch, <laughs> right, to kind of make a lot of the the shapes. And stuff like that. So, and yeah, you did you? So you went to her studio? I did. And mm-hmm. well, when I went, she wasn't making anything, and we didn't really. I asked her about the process, which was like super, like tedious and yeah. probably dangerous. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, her studio is like beautiful. Yeah, it's, like, her, really her art airy, is great. Really, really nice. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I know she does. They participate in First Fridays. They do. Yes. Yeah. That that hotel actually has its own like. Um, third Friday or marketplace kind of uh, event as well. Oh, that's right. You were telling me about uh, yeah, that. Yeah, they, they, she gave me a flyer on the way out. So, yeah, I mean, it, it looks like a really great like community art mm-hmm, space. Mm-hmm. Um, it's yeah. funny, actually. Honolulu Magazine's uh, illustrator was her like studio buddy. Like her studio, mm-hmm. she shared a studio with Honolulu Magazine's illustrator. So that was kind of just a, it's a small yeah. world, small world, small experience. island. All right. So another story that the two of you went on that I did not get to go on, which is unfortunate. Also, it's a story that Kevin's been working on forever because he keeps missing it. Oh, yeah, that's right. Which is the Hawaiian Astronomical Society's um, monthly stargazing parties. To be fair. It's like three times. What happened the first time? The first time. The first time I just missed it. No, no, no. Oh, the first time you went late and the gate was closed. The gate was closed. The second time you went. Context. This is on the north shore of Oahu. It's in Mokalaia. Um, it's in the Dillingham Airfield, and at a certain time, they closed their gate. Yeah, but you don't. knew that. I knew that. You went late, and the gate Because I thought the weather was really bad, so I didn't even, like... No, I, I just thought to... it was going to get canceled, and then I called the guy, and he's like, we don't cancel unless the military kicks us out, which was a very hardcore stance oh, to take. Because wow. <laughs> um, it was, like, storming, you know, up in town. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my mom called me at, like, 6 or something, and she's like, oh, it's beautiful down here. And I'm like, crud. So I drive down there, and, yeah, the gate's already closed. The second time I tried to go... I know what happened the second time. Uh, I stabbed... You know? Yes. I poked a hole in my body with uh-huh. my surfboard. Oh. I thought that? I'd go for a quick surf before um, mm-hmm. attending. Uh, and then I... It was like a pretty uh, big day. And then my surfboard... I fell off of a wave and my surfboard jammed itself in my thigh. And I had like a nice puka um, in my body. It was pretty gross. I wasn't sympathetic. You could see the muscle. Not at all. Um, so I had to do some... Pretty janky, like you did show me this first aid. Oh yeah, he poured like rubbing alcohol on him. Yeah, so. I don't think I was here yet. I didn't no, know you I were definitely started. here. You must have been here because it was two times he didn't get to go. Oh, I don't Anyways, know. third time's a charm. <laughs> oh my god, we made it. Kayla and I got yeah. down there, which was like I also thought I was in the wrong place like a bunch of times. Oh yeah, it's like hard to find it's, where their parking lot is. It's very hard to find. So uh-huh. when I first entered, I kind of was thinking am I in the right area (laughs) who do I call yeah so it was it was definitely interesting going in there you almost feel like you're not supposed to be there because it's an airstrip Hmm. yeah but you're driving onto like an active airstrip yeah um, that they let you into uh and it ended up being a really great story I mean um 
the thing I really loved about this story was there was like a lot of passion behind it. You know, all of these people are just hobby astronomers. They're not, or astronomers. They're not. Some of them actually did work for NASA and were professional astronomers. But these were guys who are part of the Hawaii Astronomical Society, which is um, it's been around forever. It's been around since like the fifties or something. I thought you were gonna say the nineties. Forever. <laughs> I mean, it was before. That'd technically be before I was born. <laughs> So that's that, true. that might as well be forever. <laughs> Anyways, these guys come down here on their own time. They're volunteers, um, and they bring these telescopes that they've put mm-hmm. together themselves, and they're really high-powered telescopes. These telescopes were, like, no joke. a big deal. Yeah. yeah. What did you guys see? They were huge. I mean, you guys were able to look through the telescopes, yeah, right? Yeah, unfortunately, it, was, it did end up being kind of a cloudy night. Um, so we were kind of just seeing... We saw Orion. Um, mm-hmm. We saw a few other constellations i forget what the name of one of them like the m12 constellation is kind of a a grouping of newborn stars and gas clouds which is mm-hmm. kind of where stars are are born um generally and it's yeah it was amazing the clarity you could see with these telescopes just because they're so high powered um and all of these hawaii astronomical society guys they're just so like stoked to share oh, yeah. astronomy. They were like, super excited about stars. And yeah. <laughs> and sharing, you know, yeah. their knowledge about stars. Um, so that That's was a cool. ton of fun. I do recommend bringing a jacket, though. It does get very cold on the Oh, North Kevin door. recommends bringing a jacket. It's funny, though. Oh, funny. I, I didn't bring a jacket. Yeah, of course you which didn't. Which is why I knew well, it was so surprised. cold. Um, yeah, but I really recommend it. Uh, there are, like, a lot of etiquette rules that you need to... Like, be aware of, like, like what? you cannot sh- shine any kind of light unless it's a red light. Yeah. Oh, so, right, right, right. a lot of people, like, tape up their lights. Yeah. With yeah. tape. Yeah. And um, if you're going, uh, be aware that the gate is going to close and you cannot leave until they have, like, scheduled departure times. Oh, like, you can't leave. You cannot leave. No. Oh. You are stuck there until so 8 and then 10, I think. You can leave when, like, every so often they, they do open the gate. For you to leave, so yeah, you can leave That's when they announce know. it. So they announce it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and there were a lot of kids and families, which is really nice. Like they would set up blankets and mm-hmm. they would almost like do a picnic. And then when they wanted to, I guess the families would come and look into the telescopes. And yeah, it was really informative and really fun. Yeah, and I mean, you have you have kids, so is that something like you would want to take your kids to maybe? Yeah, I think they'd be really interested if we could just get out there. <laughs> I know that's kind of the commitment, right? You got to yeah. drive all the way down to Mokalaia, which is yeah, and even when we went. It was pretty cloudy, so it was kind of like, I don't know, sometimes there would be too much clouds, and they're like, okay, guys, you can't really see anything, so everybody would kind of be waiting around. So you have to go on a really good night where it's nice and clear. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely worth kind of checking the forecast out beforehand to see how cloudy it is down Mm -hmm. on the North Shore. But yeah, I mean, it was was an awesome experience. And again, the kind of interesting thing about doing it at Mokalea is that um, you're just so far away from city lights, you know? Yeah. Because, you know, when you're in Honolulu or in Waikiki, it's really hard to see the stars with your naked eye just because you have so much light pollution. Um, But when you're all the way down on the North Shore, there's like, there's no major cities around you. So you really can see the full breadth of the stars. And, you know, the story kind of meant a lot to me just because, um, you know, my father was like very into astronomy and growing up on the North Shore... It was like really cool to just stand out on my deck and like see the Milky Way. So it was kind of like a good touchstone for me to come back to. Um, also because my dad was the one that actually introduced me to these um, star parties. Oh, nice. So yeah, it was definitely a lot mm, of fun. That's cool. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> now you also went to Lanai. I did go to Lanai. This is your first time, right? To Lanai? No. Yes. yes. 
Okay. Yes. And you wanted to, you got invited to check out Hotel Lanai's new renovation. Yeah, they. So fine. you never saw it before. I never saw renovated. it before. Okay. Um, and this is their first renovation since the building was built. Their first major renovation since mm-hmm. the building was built. Oh my gosh, I'm looking for the fact right now. I think it's over in, a century ago. Over a century ago. <laughs> You're welcome. Thanks. <laughs> it was a long time ago. Um, and they've done a lot of really great stuff. Uh, you know, again, I didn't see it before, but. Um, they still, I think, have kept like a very kind of rustic, like homey charm to mm-hmm. the space. Uh, it's still a lot of hardwood flooring, a lot of kind of old school decor. But man, the rooms are nice now. Like they, or I mean, I'm sure they're nice before, but now they're like there yeah. are some state of the art amenities that you're, I appreciate. You're obsessed with the Toto toilet. The Toto toilet is fantastic. <laughs> oh. I feel like that's like the benchmark for like whether you feel a bathroom is a quality bathroom. Is if it has a, a total, quality yeah. Japanese. It's got a heated mm-hmm. rim. Oh yeah. I don't know if I've ever Really? Oh man. Didn't you go to the bathroom at like Hotel Wailea? Wait, did they have a Toto? I don't think they had a Toto. I don't think so. Go to the Kahala Resort. Okay. <laughs> because their bathrooms have Toto. Just go to the Kahala awesome. Resort. Awesome. Yeah. I will Ask go there. Their bathroom. Seriously. They're always, all seat warming. It's always toilets. very impressive when you go into a bathroom and the toilet seat opens up for you. Is that what it did oh, here? Yeah. Nice. So it did a hotel It night. doesn't matter for us. I don't want my toilet to open up for me. I'm, I'm just like impressed <laughs> by that. But why would it, you know what I mean? Oh, you mean just the lid would open the up? The lid would open Oh, I up. thought it would do the thing for the man. Like, oh. I don't want that. Oh, no. Oh. I mean, oh, men yeah, I mostly confused. don't do that anyways, so. What? Yeah. Wait, wait, what? Yeah. Men don't lift up the lid? Or they don't lift up the, the second lid. Men don't lift up the second lid? Not most of the time. I think you're only talking about yourself. No. Yes. Trust me. That's not true. I don't know. Oh, no. <laughs> No, no, no. You're saying that oh, most men don't? Like, do they leave the toilet seat down. down. For yeah. what purpose? I don't know. It's just easier. And you sit on it? No. What? All right. We're getting very off <laughs> Anyway, we'll I need to this. know more about this later. Yeah. This yeah. makes no this sense. This is our potty podcast. Yeah, it's right. concerning. <laughs> Anyways, Hotel Lanutty. You, when you came back from this trip, you were like, you, uh, you were like, oh, the hotel is great. It's beautiful. But you had a lot to say about the chef. Oh, yes, the chef was... How can you forget the chef? <laughs> the chef was so cool. Um, Joel yeah, Harrington. Chef, chef Joel Harrington. Yeah. Um, he He's their new head chef at the uh, Lanai... Oh, my gosh. Hotel Lanai City Bar and Grill. I want to get the name right. Um, that is the Hotel Lanai's in-house restaurant. And it's also kind of one of the only restaurants in Lanai. Right, the city, in the city. Of Lanai. Not oh, wow. city, the town. Don't the, they, I think they call it a city, don't they? Well, yeah. Um, but I it's, think a ta- it's, a, it's a very small town. Yeah. Um, it's yeah, it's one of the only like kind of high end restaurants there. And yeah, the chef, he was a personality, <laughs> uh, to put it lightly. No, he was really cool. Um, he kind of came at me, and you know, he I interviewed him, and I wasn't really expecting to because I just kind of brought him out to me, and he was wearing gold all over. He had some gold teeth. He had gold um, fingernail paint. Fingernail paint. Polish. Polish. He had a gold spoon in his pocket, and I was like, he man. He had gold glasses. He had gold glasses. He was all about the gold, to the point where even he even got A-G-A-T-T tattooed on his uh, on his hand, which means all gold all the time. Um, <laughs> so he was, like, super cool to talk to, and he told me about, like, you know, he's actually new to the island, so he was kind of telling me how he's kind of getting used to the islands. Like, apparently he gets his chefs to kind of make him breakfast every morning just so he can kind of get the flavors of the island and it really shows in his food he does some really interesting kind of fusions um 
cuisine in mm-hmm. his restaurant. You can read more about that in the magazine. But yeah, I mean, the hotel itself was like a ton of fun to stay in and actually exploring the city town, city town, <laughs> can't see the air quotes because um, it's an audio podcast, but that was a lot of fun too. You can do it in like two hours, but it's like a good time. It's like a good two hours. The people are super nice. I feel like we need to get Joel, not on the podcast. We need like a video of him. Yeah. Of him. Yeah, Photos because him are good. we I mean, only had that one photo and yeah. I didn't feel like it captured... You know what I mean? He looked normal. Not that he's not normal, but he's he's eccentric. <laughs> he told me stories that I cannot retell. Oh man! Let's put it like that. <laughs> See, we need to get him on he the told podcast. Me, he's told me celebrity stories that I he's told me that I cannot say. Man, oh yeah. wow! We need to get him on the podcast. Definitely, we'll, we'll fly to Lanai. <laughs> I would totally fly to Lanai. We to should, talk to him. yeah. We should go there, eat some lunch, and yeah, meet him. That'd yeah, be cool. definitely. No, he's super nice. Um, yeah, and the restaurant was great. Again, the rooms were incredible. Biggest TV I've ever seen in a hotel room. Really? Oh. It, it took up the wall. Oh like, wow! It was like ninety inches. I watched SpongeBob on it. <laughs> oh no! It was an impressive. It was an impressive room. Oh man! All right. All right. Moving uh, on. Yeah. So you know the the big feature in our in our issue this is is, is about Maui. Yeah. We're not going to talk about it on the podcast because we we've talked about that Maui trip forever. I think it's still burned into our collective memory. Yes. I think we have nightmares about it. Was a long, Maui. It was a long trip. It was a long trip. Um, so we're going to jump to the back of the book. So. Um, two new things um, we've introduced recently is um, are a food section in the back of the book. We've always written about food, but now we've sort yes. of dedicated a section to food. And the other part is um, family travel. So we call it the Ohana section. And I mean, I guess I'm a little biased. Maybe you are too. But traveling with kids is kind of a thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's I a feel thing. Like you need a whole different, yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. About it's, anyway, it stresses me out. So... Um, it's a growing segment of the population, so we thought we would dedicate some time to it. Plus, I mean, activities with kids, anybody can do. You could yeah. do it. I don't. You're practically a child. You're not wrong. I know. It's true. <laughs> you got to stay young at heart. Anyway. Um, so, Sorry, anyway. wait. Can you just... Dis- wait. What? You, anyone can do... What do you mean? Activities Like, activities... Kids? Like, if it's like, if a kid can do it, anyone can do it. Oh, okay. Saying, yeah. Right? Sorry. I was just confused by that oh, statement. Oh, if a kid can go hiking on this trail, like, anybody can do it. Sure. Well, okay. I can't play... I always want to play in those, like, McDonald playgrounds. Okay. Because they no. look like a lot of fun. No. But I can't do that. Like, I mean, I'll you get, can. I mean, I can, but I can't, you know? You can. But I can't. You shouldn't. You, yeah. Exactly. You yeah. It's a different thing. Anyway. Anyways. We, um, so I wrote about Waioli Tea Room, the old Waioli Tea Room, which has been renewed, and now That's it's called Waioli Kitchen and Bake Shop in Manoa. Yeah. And I, I, you know, I grew up here. I grew up going to Waioli Tea Room um, for, like, birthday parties. I had a I had a Christmas party there. I've had graduation parties oh, there. Wow. Yeah, it, it's 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 a very familiar place to me and it's very comforting. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know much about the the background of it. It's located on the property that's owned by the Salvation Army. And I didn't know its history, but when it shut down 4 years ago, it was just kind of empty, it sat there empty, and then all of a sudden there were these like those what are they called feather flags on the side of the road that was like Wyoli now open and so I was driving by and I'm like, oh, did they reopen the restaurant? So I pulled in and sure, I mean, they, there was nobody there. It was just me. Um, <laughs> when and they, they reopened? When they reopened, they didn't tell anybody. It was like a very slow rollout. And oh. so I met the owner, Ross Anderson, who you met later. Oh, yeah. And he told me it's the story about it. And at first, he didn't want any publicity because they were doing a very, very soft opening, primarily because, and this is what I found to be the most interesting, they were taking um, 
the, the people who lived at the Salvation Army who were going through drug rehab programs and also inmates at the women's prison and training them, sort of vocational training in the restaurant to cook food, serve food, all that, the whole, the whole thing. And he, they weren't ready for a big rollout because they were still training and they still had some turnover and other issues. And so, you know, I went a few times and I thought, this is cool that they're doing this because, I mean, that's great, you know, giving vocational training. But when I found out that they're, the, the initial mission, the original mission of Wiley Tea Room was that, that was neat. So mm-hmm. it's kind of been lost over the years or people just went there for afternoon tea or whatever. And I think people forgot about this mission. So Wyoli Tea Room was built um, to help the young women who were living at the children's house on the property to get this kind of training. Um, and yeah, I, I just thought what, what Ross and his wife Stephanie were doing are pretty amazing. What did oh, you think? Oh yeah, and they they were really amazing. They're very They're cute. Very cute. I know they so, give each other googly eyes. Yeah, all so the time we went, they do. When we went, it was for a photo shoot, and I mean the first thing meeting the two of them, the way that they talk about each other. So I think we first met Ross, and he was like, oh, "Okay, let me go get my wife Stephanie, um, the beautiful one." And it's yeah. funny because when she would need to go get Ross for us. She would be like, oh, the handsome one. And I'm like, oh, I know. And they've been married like 25 years. They have three kids. But they talk to each other so nicely. They still love each other. When we had them stand for uh, photos, we didn't tell them really to hold hands or anything. They just kind of did it on their own. And I was like, that's so cute. It's too much. It was very cute. It's too much. So So Ross Ross has a lot of... um, So if you've been to Duke's Waikiki... You know, yes. Ross managed that for a long time. He's kind of been in the food industry for a long time. And Stephanie, um, interestingly, she does a lot of volunteer work at the mm-hmm. at the prison. She's like a minister. Yeah, 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 they're, yeah. They're really into church. And they met and... on vacation. Oh, did they have they? a very interesting love story. Wow. Yeah, it was just like what you'd expect. Where, you know, the cute girl, like, comes to the beach, like, Hawaii, <laughs> and finds a cute guy, and then This sounds that's like a movie it. that was made in the 70s. Yeah, and they just instantly fell in love and never, like, that was it. Like, oh, that's lie. cute. Is that crazy? That's very sweet. They that's both had, like, lives. Fairy tale. Like, different lives and careers and whatever it was, and they met, and then it was like, oh, we're just gonna, like... Oh, yeah, and they're great. Oh, my gosh. And yeah. you guys went to go see them with our own minister. Oh, right. David oh, yeah. Cox, right? Yeah. Oh. Our photographer slash minister? Yeah, so yeah. actually our photo shoot started turning into like them talking about <laughs> their <laughs> their churches and what they're doing, which is yeah. awesome because then, you know, it kind of flowed and That's right. Yeah, yeah everybody That's had fun. Funny. And can we just <laughs> I know, say what a coincidence. Yeah, their scones. Oh my gosh. Yeah, what what is what should people get there? I mean, So what? we didn't put any photos of the food in our story, so we should talk a little bit about their food. They have a very, um, it's a very simple menu because again, it's people that are being trained all, all the time. So it's not like they have these professional culinary chefs in the back. It's, you know, it's Ross training, training people and, and expecting them to move on to get jobs, right? So that's the expectation. So it's a very simple menu devised by, with help from Peter Merriman, who we wrote about in the issue before, very um, notable local chef. And they do stuff like, you know, sandwiches, and they have an acai bowl that's really great. I really enjoyed that. They have a short rib locomoco, exactly what you think. But their scones are amazing. Yes. They make their own bread in-house. 
Yeah, and they said mm. they sell out really early. So actually, when we went, they were sold out. And we have yeah. a scone aficionado in the office, oh, Mahina. Mahina, yeah. And she's oh, yes. right. Our account coordinator, Mahina. <laughs> and she is obsessed with their scones, yeah. too. She's gone back, like, how many weekends just to get the scones? Mahina tends to get obsessed about food in yeah. general. She loves food, yeah. She and she can't just buy one scone. She no. buys, like... 36. She buys enough for the office. Yeah. She's my main source of food. <laughs> and then she freezes them, and I don't know what she does. But she yeah. knows good food. She's she does. She's good at that. And she loves her scones. Yes. So, yes. Uh, yeah. And so, anyway, check out Wiley Tea Room, especially if you have fond memories of it like I do. Um, they have a lot of old pictures on the wall if you want to reminisce. But, yeah, that was great. And then last for our family section, I just wrote about family-friendly hikes. We hike a lot. And if you, you hike a lot, oh well, me, my family, yeah. not you, me, this no, family. No, but like you specifically hike a lot. I do. You hike like every morning. Not every morning. Not every morning. A lot. A I do lot. Hike, you yeah, hike a I lot. do hike a lot. Um, I thought one day I would hike every state trail in the state. Are, how are wow. you doing on that? Not bad. Yeah. You're yeah. There? No. Oh. But I mean, I have a list going. Anyway, the only reason why I want to mention the story is because my son is in the magazine. Oh, yeah. It's his model debut. He's modeling. Actually, that's not true. He was in Hawaii Business. Never mind. Oh, man. <laughs> He's in the Hawaii magazine. I know, he is. Except I'm not monetizing him, which I should. Your son and your husband. I know, but who cares? My son's so cute. He Look at so him. Cute. And he loves hiking. He went crazy on IA Loop Trail when we took him. Now, granted, he's a little young. He's only two and a half, but... Um, but he, he enjoyed it. I mean, he ran around and he picked up leaves and he said hello to all the, the body other of a hikers. He's a 16-year-old. He does. He's almost your size. He's very big. I don't know what that's saying. They call him. No, they call you Big London. They do call me Big London. Yeah. He something. is what he will, you are what he will be in like 24 years. Wait, so when I'm 48, I'll be a child? No, he is what you, oh, he is what you, wait. Wait. He will grow into you. You yes. are what he will be. All right. Yeah, you said I, I will be know. what he is in 24 years. Like I'm Well, Benjamin that's also Bunny true. Again. Well, yes. We'll talk about maturity levels later. But anyway, um, yeah, so I just wrote about a bunch of hikes that I like to do that are family-friendly. Um, surprisingly, a lot of hikes here are not. I think people who come from especially California that are used to hiking the kind of trails that you, know, you see in SoCal, for example, very different here. Really? It's not these, like, paved wooded like trails that are pretty easy to do. We have do. a lot of trails that are just dirt. Yeah, well, and climbing. And you, climbing. You scale things here. You have here. to scramble here. Right, and there's steps, and yeah. there's mud, and it's a, it's a different environment. So I think it's good to point out, you know, trails that are kid-friendly, also non-athletically inclined-friendly. Yeah, I was going to say, gonna this say, isn't just for kids. That, no, just no, no. that might be my, right. my level. It's for the novice yeah. hikers, which is, I mean... I'm not a good hiker, so that's definitely something I'd want to know but about. But I do these hikes all the time, so, you know, there's there's no, there's no, uh, what is it called? There's no shame in it. No. I do Makapu, like, once a week. And a lot of these hikes are beautiful. I mean, I actually yeah. went to Makapu Point Lighthouse Trail. Um, is that the first time you went? It was my first time. You're kidding. Well, I mean, I grew up on the North Shore. And I, actually, I also don't like to hike, just in general. But that's, like, a beautiful hike. Yeah. Like, you get up, and again, it's, like, super easy. Like, that one's yeah. actually paved all the way up. Like, yeah. it's just a road. Um, and yeah, once you get to the top it there. It used to not be. Really? You, you And there was no parking lot before. When I was growing up, we used to park on the highway and walk through like this, I don't know, Halikoa and yeah, and get to the trail and it was it was not paved oh, like wow. that. Oh. I know, it's very That's different. Interesting. Yeah. The parking lot's worse than the hike, that parking lot. What do you mean? It's very narrow and it's oh. constantly cars are coming in yeah. and out of that thing. I would probably just park on the highway. 
and walk in. Yeah, I, that's walk what we in. normally do. Only because I go so early. Anyways, yeah, that's a wonderful hike. And you have a Kaka Falls Loop Trail over here, too. Mm-hmm. Have also. you done that? No, not yet. Have you done none of these trails uh, except for well, Makapu? I've done Makapu. I've Makapu. done none. And I've You've done, done none? I've done none. I've done Maha Ulapu, too. Really? Yeah, I did that on Kauai. You've um, never done IA Loop? No. What? No, man. Kids. I don't like hiking, dude. It doesn't matter. It's fun. It's walking. Mm, and the you... Walking's boring. Oh, my God. I want to surf. Well, <laughs> I don't like it. I just haven't been to these ones. Oh. Or... Where do you hike? Um, We've gone to Manoa. Manoa you Falls like is one. also another kid-friendly Yeah, Manoa it Falls is, is really very nice. kid-friendly. I've seen kids with dolls in slippers walking back I've seen people in high <laughs> heels on that trail. Oh, yeah. Same yeah. with Diamond Head. Just don't jump off the waterfall. You can't even access a waterfall now. Really? Yeah. Oh. That's how people... I mean, that's why it's been on the news recently. Manoa Falls? Falls, yeah. Oh. Also, plenty of places. Heed the signs and Heed don't the sign. cross exactly. the barriers. Yes. Don't be dumb. <laughs> don't be dumb. There you, you go. Easy. Wow, that's the advice that we're going to leave you with today. Yeah, that's... Pretty Thanks. much the end of the issue. Thanks, Kayla. Thank you so much, Kayla, for yeah, coming on the show. Yeah, thanks for having me. And oh, we're just going to walk back to the office. I know, but <laughs> it's like we're leaving her in the podcast, <laughs> you know? Because she's probably not going to be on be next episode. No. Um, but thank you for, for filling in and, and sharing your, your experiences and journey with us. Yeah, anytime, guys. Um, and <laughs> where can you find... This magazine, Catherine Toth Fox. What do you mean, where can we find it? Where can you find it in stores or well, online? Well, we are. We will post very soon on Instagram with yes. a link to where you can buy a single copy subscription. You mm-hmm. can go to hawaiimagazine.com and subscribe. Please subscribe. Um, lots of really great stories um, in the works right now for our, what are we in? July, August? July, August. September, oh, October July, issues August, coming yeah. up. Um, yeah, so do that. And then, of course, follow us on Instagram, on Twitter, Facebook, everywhere at Hawaii Magazine. Yeah, and be sure to um, rate and subscribe to our podcast. We are on iTunes now. Yes. So Yay. if you want to make the jump over to iTunes. And please sub- subscribe. Please subscribe and please rate, rate us. Rate and review us. What, whatever you think we're worth. Five stars. Five stars. We're worth five There's stars. only five star options. <laughs> Someone rate us four stars. I, it was probably your ten, mom. <laughs> we have ten reviews and one of them is yeah, four stars. Like, I'm tired of listening to Kevin. Yeah, well, she's done it her whole life. I can't blame her. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, send us feedback on media at hawaiimagazine.com. If you have any questions or any topics you want us to cover, we're always open. Yeah, and we'll still be on SoundCloud, even though we're, we're on both platforms now. But you can still subscribe to us on SoundCloud and continue getting the updates and the new episodes there. All right. Yep. Well, We're thank signing you guys off. So much. Bye, guys. Signing off. Yeah. See you next time. See you next time.